We're very thankful today to be joined by best-selling author, Fox News contributor, the niece of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the daughter of another seminal figure in the civil rights movement, Reverend A.D. King. We're, of course, speaking about Dr. Alveda King. So glad to talk with you today. I'm so glad to join you and your audience. It's wonderful to just have a few moments to talk. Well, you've been talking, uh, making some appearances, as it has been recently, the 60th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech, which some people say is the greatest uh, speech in American history. Um, as you're thinking about 60 years ago and that speech, what comes to your mind uh, here in 2023? I believe that my uncle's speech, of course, is among the greatest speeches that have been made in America. I love Lincoln's speech and Kennedy's speech as well. So uh, I, I don't think there's any contest. We've had some great orators, and my uncle is among the very best. I do agree with that. When I think about the speech, and of course that August the 28th, 60 years in 2023, and I was not at the occasion, the March on Washington, my parents were, and uh, I later in that same year went on my first march, it was called the Children's March in Birmingham, Alabama. However, I did hear the speech, we talked about it in school, and now I'm 73 years old. I count the time in my mother's womb, my 73rd birthday is coming up in 24. But uh, I was very moved by that speech at the time it was delivered, and still am today. To me, the speech is timeless. The points that my uncle made, they are just still very relevant. They were relevant then, they're relevant now. And I think that's something that's very important for us to remember. We can apply every aspect of his speech into our lives today. We need to uh, be judged by the content of our character, not the color of our skin. We need to make any checkmarked insufficient funds to any community good in every generation, every decade, on every platform. So all of the things that my uncle spoke about are still relevant today. So they're not just history. They are history, but they are still timely. You know, you have been a very passionate pro-life advocate. I heard you uh, mention just a moment ago, you count the nine months in your mother's womb. Um, do you believe that Dr. King would have been, uh, how, how do you think he would have felt about the way that abortion is uh, being dealt with in America today? I'm so very sure he would never have agreed to have babies ripped apart in their mother's womb or injected with uh, the substances that would take their lives. He would say injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. As a matter of fact, he did say that during his lifetime. And so that led me to say, a woman has a right to choose what she does with her body. The baby's not her body. Where's the lawyer for the baby? How can the dream survive if we murder our children? And so I believe he would certainly be concerned about the rights of women, but about the rights of the babies as well. Alveda King is with us today. Uh, I was watching an interview you did recently on Fox News, and the interviewer, I believe it was Brett Baer, sort of wondered aloud whether or not the uh, King family, with its various um, different political opinions, uh, get along while, you know, all around Thanksgiving dinner, and I was encouraged by your response. Well, actually we do, and during every holiday, we're closer now to what's called Labor Day, and I'll see many members of my family 
at this time as well. So we don't argue about politics and differences. We try to learn to come together as brothers and all that as sisters, or in our case, cousins, and not perish together as fools. So we work on it. So we do differ politically. Many of my family members I'm known in our family as a guardian of the King family legacy. As a guardian guardian of the King family legacy. And I'm also known as the conservative king. Well, and, you know, I feel like your views reflect the the views of your uncle during his lifetime the most accurately. I'm sure you believe that same thing. Well, it's so interesting. I think the, my beliefs come with my Christian faith, uh, Christian maturity. I have been pro-choice in my life. I had abortions uh, during a very sad season in my life. Uh, when I was became a born-again Christian in 1983, I repented of all of my sins, and that included the abortions. So uh, things happen and things change. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you or your listeners know that I'm a Christian entertainer, among many other things that I have accomplished. And I'm working on a new song that's coming out called Your Am Can Change. And so you say, I'm this, I'm that, I was born this way. My answer is usually be born again. And so my family members and I may not agree politically, but there are some things that we believe. We believe God's love is very important, and we do our best to demonstrate that, even among our differences. I know that you have been uh, supportive of uh, President Trump in the past. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on what he's uh, been dealing with of recent days? I pray for our president. He's still my president, you know, and I pray for my friend all the time. As a matter of fact, if you follow me on social media, I'll put a picture up with me and President Donald John Trump, President 45 Trump, and I'll say, I'm praying for my friend hard, and I want other people to pray as well. So I want to encourage him, if he somehow, someone hears this and tell him they heard you and I talking, we are praying for him. And uh, God is faithful. Uh, do you ever get discouraged because of the um, people that say bad things about you because of the stances you take politically? I am just as human as anybody else. If my feelings get hurt, I get discouraged sometimes. I get become angry. And I pray. And I say, God, help me. And then I try to go and pray for somebody else and help somebody else. And that keeps me in a position of faith, hope, love, and joy. And so whenever, uh, there's a scripture, you are my hiding place. Whenever I'm afraid, I'll trust in you. So I uh, tend to pray and try to continue to love, bless, and help others and to trust the Lord. Well, I always appreciate your um, Christian faith. It's comes across so genuinely uh, whenever you do interviews on television and other places. Um, Some people, I've gotten the sense over the years when I interview them that they are sort of putting on an act. I never get the sense of of that with you. Thank you. I try hard, and when I'm angry or upset or anything like that, someone like you gives me an opportunity to be encouraged and to encourage others, and that's what makes this world go around for us. How can people find out more about Alveda King Ministries? Please visit alvedaking.com. That's a good place to start, and you'll see many other things there. 
Where does your name come from? Alveda, Celeste King. My dad, Alfred, Reverend Alfred Daniel Williams King. So that's the Al. I was the firstborn. Vida in many languages means life. Vida, Vitae, Alveda. Alfred giving life with his wife Naomi till Alveda. Celeste, one of my ancestors, Jenny Celeste Parks. And uh, that was my grandmother's mother, Alberta's mother. And so many of us, the women in our family, have the name Celeste attached to our names. And certainly King. And if you study our history, the history of the King family, the Williams King, uh, you find freedom fighters from Africa, Ireland, and from my mother, Naomi, even Native America. So that's the name of Alveda Celeste King. I don't want to impress too much more onto your time, uh, Mrs. King, but do I have time, maybe five more minutes? I think so. Okay. I have interviewed you once before, and you talked about uh, the work that your father, A.D., did in the Civil Rights Movement, and I think that he is uh, somewhat uh, not heralded enough uh, for what he did. Would you talk to me about the example that uh, he showed you in his life? My father was a wonderful father, husband, father, pastor, civil rights leader. And daddy, when he preached, talked about the miracles of Jesus. And because of my father, I do believe that Jesus walked on water, turned water into wine, healed the sick. And there's a particular story or uh, memory I have. It's it's not a story because it's for real. That daddy was a wonderful youth pastor and among other of his accomplishments. And in the summer, he would take the youth of the church on trips, historical trips and things like that. I think he took us to Pensacola, Florida one year, and Daddy was a championship swimmer, which means that's why there's a question of his death, because he was in a swimming pool dead with no water in his lungs, and they said he drowned. But anyway, uh, Daddy had taught about Jesus, walked on the water, spoke to the ways, peace be still, and he taught all of us how to do what we call doggy paddle if we were out in the water. So I jumped out into the water into a wave, and the wave picked me up and began to take me away from the shore. And I said, Dad! And by the time I said, Daddy, he's there cutting through the waves. Horizontally, not vertically. It might have been one of those riptides, who knows. Daddy was takes me up out of the water. And I said, where's Jesus? Didn't you say he could walk on water? (laughs) (laughs) So my father was a wonderful man. I still miss him all these years later. Well, we thank you so much for your time. Again, Alveda King with us today. You can find out more about all of her ministries and books and her uh, Christian entertainment that she does. And I encourage people to uh, find out more about it. Uh, Dr. King, thank you so much. Thank you very much.